0: Built an empire you want to get to them? <laughs> another big thing about this story. Cause I know it very well mm-hmm. is that what they also understood is that if they get the moms on board, they would influence the entire market. So here's the reality, right? They understood that that was the segment that when they unlocked the emotional resonance for that segment, mm-hmm. when all of the moms start doing it, they're going to influence everyone else. Mm. because if it's good enough for the mom who, whatever the case may be. Right. Especially back in them days. Right. Right. You talk about cooking. Right. Even still to this day. Right. The the woman in the household is going to have the most influence over that. Correct. So now you're talking about having single people, men, kids, all of these other people are influenced by this segment. They also
1: understood that too. Right. This conversation that we're having today, we want to be able to offer you the same process so that you can duplicate it in your business because it's, you know, this is like, this is a huge game changer.
2: From Next Level Ambitions, this is Scaling Uncensored a podcast show for direct-to-consumer e-commerce brands who want the real game on optimizing and strengthening the backbones of their companies to ensure highly profitable growth and scaling. Marketing, advertising, fulfillment, products, brand, offers, data, capital raises, exits. Join us as we demystify all the pillars for e-com brand founders and CMOs to cut through the BS strengthen their brands, and layer smart strategies for maximum growth and profitability at scale. I'm Kyra Barriere.
0: I'm Tommy Powers.
1: And I'm Tyron Spear.
2: And this is Scaling Uncensored.
1: I was thinking about a client's product the other day, and the client was just selling like this one front-end product And essentially they were just going to keep making more of these products, but it was just like, okay, well, how do we get you to a point to where you can sell more? But what I've realized was they hadn't really cracked the emotional code. Mm. Like what is really triggering your customers to buy this product anyway? Like I get the price point. I get the fact that, you know, it's this, you know, this widget or whatever, but why emotionally are they buying? It's not just a logical buy. Like what is really emotionally triggering them to buy that? Because if we can understand that, then maybe, we can make some sort of other changes. So that way you can make more money. But I was kind of stuck with what is the emotional trigger that's causing people to buy this? Well, why,
0: let me ask you some
1: yeah. What What even
0: landed you there, right? Because it's like, you know, I see these issues a lot. Yeah. But I don't always call it out. You right. know, and so from a process standpoint, you know, we talked about this, right? We're yeah. trying to tighten our own process. Correct. it's almost like, Every scenario, you know, after having this conversation, as we're working with our clients in every scenario, we need to be asking ourselves, is there a lack of emotional resonance in their messaging? Right. Like we need to make that a thing that we look through that lens with everyone, right? Facts. But we don't necessarily do that. So in this moment, what made you think of that? You
1: said you was reading what you was reading or you was watching? I don't don't know if I was... I don't know if I was reading or watching anything, but I was just looking at the I was just looking at the business model in and of itself. And I was just trying to figure out how do we offer the customer something else that the customer actually wants and that the customer actually needs. Right. But how do we get to offering them anything if we don't even understand why they're buying the thing to begin with? Okay. so that was my so. So me personally, my own personal struggle with helping this client was because I'm seeing what the business is doing and I know what it can do, but I was just like, okay, well, I can't answer what to put, what to offer them next. If I don't even know why they bought this thing to begin with
0: in the first place. Right. So
1: to me, so from my perspective, that's, that was, that was a problem for me. And then for the customer, the customer is saying, okay, well, yeah, people do come back and they do buy other products from me but because of what it's costing them on the front end, you know, they'll start considering things like shutting off their ads and stuff like that yep. because of the cost. Yep. Right. Cause it's just somebody just buying this one time yep. thing. And let's just say the thing is $25, but they paying 30 to get the customer back. So they are losing $5 every single yep. time or maybe even you. more, but which me, is not
0: a, Inherently, by the way, not to cut you off, but inherently that's not bad. This is True. actually how most of our clients really scale in the millions and millions and tens of millions of dollars because they can lose that little five dollars because they know what they're gonna make when the people come back and buy more. Exactly. Right? Exactly you know what I'm saying. But in this scenario, they're not getting a lot of retention, right? Which is why it's a challenge to say. What else can we sell them? Correct. But I don't even know what got them in in the first place. Exactly. Which then is like, let me look at their the emotional resonance going on here. Yeah. Because something's missing. Correct. That's kind of how you land there.
1: Absolutely. Gotcha. Absolutely. And then once we figure that out, then we can build out an entire universe. Universe. Absolutely. (laughs) That's typically how
0: we build out a universe. Essentially.
1: That's it. So I know I reached. I know I reached out to you, and I was and I was running this by you. And I know me and you kind of. I don't know if we want to go into that. Either we want to talk about something else, but I know I kind of reached out to you and was like, "Yo, this is what I think is happening," and this is. I Yeah, how I mean, I we think.
0: had a whole call about it. You know what <laughs> mean? Like, yeah, I
1: mean? I thought it was going to be like a ten-minute, you know, five-minute
0: scenario, right? And facts. we ended up talking like an hour on this.
1: Facts. So this cycle, psycho- this psychological deep dive was 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 deep, and it just didn't. It, it was it didn't it didn't just it didn't just come off of the cuff and you think as long as we've been doing this that it just would have been easy. Easy. But if you didn't speak about because I was speaking about it from the label that the label that other people had labeled this audience particularly, right? But then you came in and you was like, Well, no, I am the audience. I am and my perspective of who I am when I use these words to describe me is totally different from them. Right. And that right. unlocked, that unlocked everything.
0: Right. So essentially what he's referring to is basically, you know, without giving their business away. But yeah, it's like someone is willing to wear something on them. They're willing to wear a statement. Correct. And some of the statements being made are statements that I would be willing to wear. Right. Because I'm willing to wear that statement. I'm willing to not give a shit about what somebody think about the fact that I'm wearing this. Right. the point of me wearing that statement is if you feel some type of way, good. Right. Whether it's you feel some type of way and you ain't really, you know, checking for what I'm saying, good. This will push you away from my energy field. Exactly. If you resonate with what it is, it's going to draw you into my energy field. Exactly. So that's why I would be willing to wear right. a statement. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's how we end up going down the rabbit hole on... You know, and then I'm speaking from my perspective. So through that conversation, we're starting to talk about it through two different lens. Right. Right. You're coming at it from the business owner's perspective, fighting for the client. I'm coming from the prospect's perspective, fighting for why I am who I am and why I'd be willing to buy from you, Mr. Business Owner. And exactly. Through that experience and that engagement, and that conversation and that exercise, right, we was able to unlock something that we was able to give the client that was like super duper powerful. Ooh, yes, super duper powerful, super duper right.
1: powerful. And esen- and essentially this conversation that we're having today, we want to be able to offer you this same process Absolutely. so that you can duplicate it in your business because yep. it's you know this is like this is a huge game changer. Huge. Again, you go from you go from selling. Even if let's just let's just say this let's just say this particular client or you yourself you got five different products that you offer or 15 or 100 different products just so, because somebody came in and bought a you know bought some canned soup from you doesn't necessarily mean that they want another thing of canned soup from you right but if you don't know why they came in and brought that canned soup to begin with then you can't offer them the next thing Correct. so if you got let's just say the I don't know if people are familiar with this story but there's a story of, I think it's like Pillsbury. It's either like Pillsbury or one of these cake makers. And essentially they had the they had the cake mix or the Betty pancake Crocker mix. Betty Crocker. So you might be talking about Betty Crocker. Yeah, Betty Crocker. They had the pancake mixes with her. I said cake mix, but it was a pancake mix. So right, Betty, Crocker Betty Crocker
0: was cake mix. Oh, it was cake mix.
1: Betty Crocker was cake mix. So it was the cake they mix. They were struggling to sell it. They were struggling to sell it. Yep. So they had so they knew who their target market was. market was. They knew the target market was women. They knew the demo, they knew the demographics and busy, all type of
0: stuff. busy moms. Busy, busy moms.
1: Busy, the, busy mom married mothers. Exactly. But it yep. was the but it was one of the key psychographics that they were missing that unlocks a billion dollars in sales.
0: Yes, sir. So with billions like billions of billions dollars. Of, well, of dollars in like sales. A built Just, an empire. Essentially. You want to give it to them? <laughs> <laughs> Give what to them? The the secret that unlocked it all. You going to yeah,
1: show yeah. I mean, it's, so essentially, what they essentially what they figured out was is that yes, they yes, the moms wanted to be able to bake these cakes for their family, and they wanted to do it quick because they didn't have a whole lot of time. Damn. But they but the psychological thing that unlocked it for them was they felt like they wasn't being a mom. They really wasn't making this for their for their, their family. Yeah. So. So if they could, if they could add to the recipe somehow, they could add to the recipe, then they felt like it would be coming from them versus yeah. it coming from a box. Correct. So the bridge, so the bridge for that was to add an egg. Add an egg. That they had to crack and put inside the bowl and then mix everything up and then slide it into the oven and then bake it. Once they did that, here.
0: sales is out of here. And they ain't look back. And they ain't look back. And it opens span into the pancakes and everything else, right?
1: Exactly. Open the lane
0: for all of those other things like that.
1: Yes. Essentially for the people that this is kind of a side note, but this is that just lets you know how powerful this information is when they discovered that you can best believe that either Betty Crocker locked that down where that became confidential information or the marketers themselves locked that down because as you just said, Tommy, now we can go from okay, Betty Crocker, you guys are in the, the cake lane, lane, but now we got somebody up over here that's trying to sell pancakes. Pancakes. They're trying so to now sell we can take that same cake. piece of information, yes, move sir. The pancakes, yes, sir. Move it over here to cupcakes, or move yep. it over here to any other thing that's any in the packaging yep. that moms want to cook, but they want to be a part of it. And it's going to do this with the sales, yes, sir. So essentially, this is what we were trying to do to unlock a universe, to unlock a huge back end for this particular client. But the first thing we had to figure out was what is the emotional thing that people are resonating with that's causing them to buy it in the first place? And then- I got more- something
0: else real quick before you go too far. I want to make sure I, you know, another big thing about this story, because I know it very well, mm-hmm. is that what they also understood is that in if they get the moms on board, they would influence the entire market. So here's the reality, right? They understood that that was the segment that when they unlocked the emotional resonance for that segment, mm-hmm. when all of the moms started doing it, they're going to influence everyone else. Mm. Because if it's good enough for the mom who, whatever the case may be, right? especially back in them days, right? Right? When you talk about cooking, right? Even still to this day, right? Yep. The, the woman in the household is going to have the most influence over that. Correct. So now you're talking about having single people, men, kids, all of these other people are influenced by this segment. Exactly. They also understood that too, right? which made it even crazier to think how de- the depths of research that they were going into Facts. to figure out how to sell their product. Right. Pretty, pretty crazy. And this and is once a- the mom hit it. It spilled over to everybody else and that influence spilled and it just, it was out of here.
1: And from a growth standpoint, you have to also factor in if you've been cooking this to your kids, you didn't just get one customer. you got an entire family. So the next door, the next next son, anybody that's going to be cooking something, all of the, all of the bonding times and all of the experiences that I had around my mom making pancakes or making cakes and she was using Betty Crocker. Guess who we're going to have in our household? Betty Crocker. Betty Crocker. So and when you're a, building
0: brand, you understand that you're looking at what you're doing today. That's going to last a hundred years. Yeah, that's their mindset. Yeah, they're trying to build a hundred year brand. Right. So it's like, well, if we get the moms, it's a wrap. Right. Because everybody else in the household, and families, and cousins, and uncles, and all kinds of friends, family members, church members, all yep. kinds of stuff could be influenced by this matriarch person. Correct. Which then when the kids grow up and the this and the that or the whatever, right? Exactly. You know, what you think we're going to do? What well, my mama did or my auntie or my whoever made the fire cake
1: did and she gave me the secret sauce. out of here. Par- that's powerful. Yeah, man. <laughs> so essentially what we're talking about here is showing you how to unlock something that You really can't put a value on. Can't put a
0: value on because
1: last time I checked, Betty Crocker, I probably got some Betty Crocker in the. I'm sure I got some Betty Crocker in my house right now somewhere. Right now, right now, and I can't even tell you why. I can't even tell you when Betty Crocker was not a part of my life and why. It's just it's just a utility now. We're gonna make something. I'm gonna go grab some Betty Crocker off of the shelf. I don't know why I trust the brand. I don't know anything, but because you just grew up with this, what else are you gonna choose? There is no other option. You want the Moist or the Super Moist? <laughs> Betty
0: Crocker got the it's Moist deep. and the Super Moist. It's, it's deep, bro. So, and the crazy thing about it, as I was studying that story, mm-hmm. they knew this also what they wanted to get out of this. It wasn't just because they wanted the sales to no, soar. Mm. They wanted to build a... they trying to build a 100-year brand, and they're trying to infiltrate the family dynamic where their brand is going to be passed down generation to generation.
1: This is deep.
0: I was like, "Yo, this is this is different.
1: This is different."
0: So let's let's bring it back down to reality, right? Because yes. I know maybe we ain't you trying to like pie in the sky at some yeah, point, yeah, right yeah, now, but, yeah. But yeah, nonetheless, I know that story very well, and it it blew me away, right? Yeah, that's Uh-oh. powerful. So Super powerful.
1: So if I'm so if I'm a product owner and I'm selling, you know, widget Y, right? Let's just yep. say I'm selling, you know, orange sheets of paper. Yep. And people are people are running in and buying these orange sheets of paper. But after that, I got, you know, black paper, white paper, you know, purple paper, and that's pretty much, this is the same pretty much scenario that this customer is in, right? Everybody's coming in buying the orange paper, but how come they're not buying the white paper, the black paper and everything else? Like, what is the difference between this other paper versus this particular orange paper that they had? So it's like, how do you, how do you have that conversation from, how do you figure out emotionally why are they buying that particular paper? So the exercise that we went through was to one, I first went and said, okay, well, from the research that I'm doing emotionally, people that identify with orange, with orange stickers, you know, they say that they are happy people or they say that they are actually the research is saying that these people, are, let's say depressed. Right. And so I was like, well, the research is showing me that people that buy these orange stickers are typically depressed. Right. But then on the other side of that, when we started talking to an actual customer, in this case, it was Tommy. Tommy was the actual customer. He was like, well, no, that's not how we identify ourselves. We don't identify ourselves as being depressed. We identify ourselves as being conquerors. So we we use this orange sticky, this orange sheet of paper to identify and show people that we are conquerors. And I was like, oh, he was like, and, beca- and, and because we are conquerors, this is why we're able to wear this particular product, or this is why we're able to use this orange sticky in order to show people that, hey, we're willing to stand out because we are already conquerors and we have a story inside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So once we had that back and forth, that's how we unlock that. So essentially, if you want to be able to unlock what the emotional resonance is between you and your customers or to, or to get the key Emotional words. You need to have a conversation with a customer.
0: You got to have a conversation with the customer,
1: not gotta, just one, right? You got to have conversations with
0: customers so that you can find the commonalities in what they're all saying. Yes, that's what that's what the exercise is. Yes, some people don't want to do that, and that's okay. Right. But If you want to get what we talk about, that's what you're gonna to have to start at. Yeah. No, unless you and our master like you know, one of our clients <laughs> is, and they was able to get
1: this. Right. but I digress. Right. But, but you know. But that's you know, I do but I do I do have to I do have to pat us on the back for for a second. And I'm this this is not me trying to be narcissistic, but there was no reason we wasn't being paid to do this. No. This isn't no. an offering. This wasn't something that we right. offer, but because we right. care so much, but, and and we on some nerdy geek shit when it comes yeah. down to this too. Like and we that's true. we're we're learning and getting is is breaking through different levels in our own brain to Absolutely. be able to through this process. That's why we, and now we got content to be able to talk to you and share with you. Right. But, so that's so and so. As soon as we unlocked it, we was like, "Yo, here's something." that's yeah. She. She's already in other mastermind. That's, let's just Correct. be clear. She's in other yep. mastermind. She's doing six figures and everything else. This has never been unlocked for her in her business. Absolutely not.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so now, so now, so now, I digress. Yes, but, sir. But for me, once we once we we're able to unlock that, now now she's able to start dialing in her messaging and her Absolutely. sales copying and everything else. And Absolutely now not. she's able to build out. She can go from a physical product to a now digital product. Digital product because let's to just say bundle. That Go ahead. So you can do a bundle of digital and physical. She could do a bundle of
0: digital and physical. So, you know, it ain't just going from one to the other. You can also bundle and create a totally unique offer. Correct. Without really even adding any real cost. Facts. Because you already got physical. You just take a digital bundle with it. Now you got an offer that's unique in the marketplace that can't nobody even compete with you. And you're speaking emotionally to them. And you might can change the pricing on that to increase your average order value. Come on now. Yep. Come on now. And we already had helped her get her CPA down. Facts. Now we know we got to strengthen that message. Correct. To get more people through the door. And then now we're starting to work with her on understanding how to increase her AOV and her LTV. Yep. And once we nail out of them things, the brand going to be going crazy and people going to (laughs) be like, yo, this brand going crazy. Yeah. Exactly. And now our fingerprints going to be on
1: Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Now, go, going back to the scenario of the orange the orange sheet of paper, and now I got black paper, white paper, and purple paper on the back end, and nobody's buying that. Now that we know why people are buying the orange sheet of paper, we can now reposition the Absolutely. white paper, the black paper, and the purple paper to get people to yeah. buy, to get people that came in and bought the orange paper, we can now start to have this conqueror position for all these other pieces of paper too, yeah, so now yeah. they can take these other sheets of paper and buy them because they're planting other other flags in the ground to yes, support sir. the initial situation. Which is, I look at myself as a conqueror. I look at myself as an overachiever. I look at myself as this. Well, when you buy this black paper, you know historically black was seen as a dominant force in the world and, mm-hmm. and conquerors and kings. This is the this is the paper that they would write on with white ink. I yeah. didn't know that. Now that, yeah. well, you never told me that before. If you told me that, I would have <laughs> bought that. Yeah. So now you got people that came through with the orange on some conqueror stuff. Now you send them an email or text messages talking about King XYZ who wrote with white ink and, you know, he signed all his letters once he conquered the country on black paper. I gotta hate that. Yeah. I you need yeah. your black paper before yeah, because def- I need. I needed, needed the horse paper, yeah. but now that you're telling me to be a conqueror, and this is the seal that this is the paper that the king will write on with the white, I need the black paper and I need that white ink. Yeah, yes, sir. So this is so this is gonna be a uh, a short one because we ha- we had to get this out there. But what are your what are your thoughts? Any last?
0: No, nah, I just you know we're gonna we're gonna pick back up on this. We got to we're gonna have to do a part two on it because we, we, we to. we're not gonna have time on. But I think you know at the end of the day, you know the big takeaway is having conversations with customers Facts. and really digging, you know, hunting for that emotional resonance, mm-hmm. figure out how to integrate that into your messaging. Right. And you are gonna it's going to, it's going to dramatically improve what you already doing. Right. Right. If you just convert more of what you already doing, this is one of the ways to do that. This. this is one of those hacks that you don't got to go spend no extra money or spend nope. more money on ads or nope. hire someone to do your website. Duh, 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 duh. Like, nope. no, just, tap into this level mm-hmm. and you can maximize what you're already doing. So Facts. that'd be my takeaway.
1: Yeah. And just this, so, so my takeaway is just going to be a piggyback on what Tommy's takeaway is, right? Obviously figuring this out early is a cheat code because now if you know that the initial product is bringing people in is on some conqueror stuff, that's the mindset that they're on and that's why they're buying it. Then now the theme, the look, the feel, everything. Um, everything is now on some conqueror type stuff. Ecosystem. The whole ecosystem is on some conqueror, overcoming type stuff, right? All of the influences that you're messing with is on some conquering, overcoming type stuff. It just, it just branches out into this entire ecosystem, yep. this entire world. So once yes, you sir, know that, it unlocks all of those things for you. You're able to take your business to the next level. To a whole another level. And 100. That's level, what we do. Year 100 year brand building level. exercise. And you know, to
0: these levels, to these levels. levels. To
1: the, and one last note that I would give you is the why factor. Asking why, 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 why going down and finding somebody that's willing to open up and share with you these whys, and keep, so that way you can get down to the root. That's going to help unlock a bunch of things too. So it's like, okay, Absolutely. well, I wanted to fit. like why does why does someone feel the need to be a conqueror? Right. Well, it's because I was stepped on so much, I had to overcome. So now you essentially know what the enemy is. Yep. People stepping on people are the yep. enemy of my conquerors. So yeah. if I want to trigger my conquerors, I'm going to talk about being stepped on. Hello.
0: <laughs> Too bad we got to get, you know, cut it short. But we're going to cut it short. Hey, we're going to leave on that note. We're going to leave on that note. We're going to catch y'all on the flip side. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment. Yes. All of the things, whatever whatever I'm forgetting about.
1: Yep. And uh, leave, a re- leave a review. Leave a review, review and let us know. Go. Leave a leave review a or review. let us know what you think
0: of the episode. Yes, sir. All, right, y'all. All right.
2: Thanks for listening today. If this has been insightful, entertaining, or interesting, please subscribe and leave us a review. They really do help. We'd also love to hear from you. So talk to us. We talk back. And the best way to do that is to join us in our brand new podcast discussion lounge on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash groups slash Scaling Uncensored Podcast or just search for Scaling Uncensored Podcast on Facebook. Here, you'll be able to discuss the episode and dive deeper with us personally into the topics we've covered. Thanks again for joining us on this episode of Scaling Uncensored.